From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Wednesday, January 18th. I'm Sarah Reith. At a special meeting over the holiday weekend, the Fort Bragg City Council agreed to use $25,000 from a city fund to continue the emergency winter shelter program at the Motel 6. Weeks of heavy rain have led to more than a tenfold increase in room rentals for homeless people each month since November. And a pair of bald eagles in Potter Valley have gotten another reprieve, with the Coyote Valley Band of Pomo Indians calling for government-to-government consultations and Congressman Jared Huffman blasting the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service for granting a permit to remove the nest without engaging the tribe. At Monday's brief meeting of the Fort Bragg City Council, Police Chief Neil Cervenka reported that the city has spent all $36,000 the county has given the city to rent rooms for homeless people during inclement weather or on nights that extreme cold is expected. The city rented 11 rooms in November for 14 people. That number shot up to 130 rentals for 62 people in December, 12 of them children and 9 of them elderly. The city has already paid for 101 rentals in January of this year for 65 people, 11 of them children and 8 of them elderly. Cervenka reported that he's negotiated $50 off the nightly price of the rooms and that the city has found other solutions for homeless people who are not from the Fort Bragg area. Eight people who used the voucher program for one night last month were not from the coast, and four people this month were from elsewhere. Of those non-coastals, three were put on homeward bound and uh, reunited with family members in other parts of the state and other states. And then um, the the big win in November was uh, seven of the 62 unique individuals were for non-coastal were placed in hospitality house. They wanted to stay here. So they, they couldn't use the, the hotel voucher program anymore. So we got them in a hospitality house. While we're getting some dry weather, the clear skies mean cold nights. So we're expecting more. Uh, right now we have used all $36,000 of the original grant amount. And we have no more funding in the extreme weather shelter. Long-range forecasting, which is very uh, imprecise, shows several more weeks of rain coming up, which is good for our aquifers. I'm sure Director Smith would be very happy about uh, our reservoirs and our rivers, Um, but it's uh, not good for those folks that don't have shelter. I uh, renegotiated the rate of the room last week to $99.99 plus tax a night. Um, That is their weekend rate. In addition to voting unanimously to approve the use of the $25,000 from the city's fund, the council expects an item on next week's Board of Supervisors agenda discussing a match from the county. Fort Bragg City Manager Peggy Ducey said she expects to be reimbursed from the State Office of Emergency Services and the Federal Emergency Management Agency once disaster declarations for the current emergency have been determined. The city council agreed to fold the reimbursement monies back into the fund for housing the homeless. The city's emergency winter shelter program ends on April 30th. And in Potter Valley, a ponderosa pine tree containing a decades-old bald eagle's nest has been spared for another year. Earlier this month, U.S. Fish and Wildlife granted PG&E a permit to remove the nest, giving the utility until February 1st, two weeks after the official start of the breeding season. But yesterday, U.S. Fish and Wildlife wrote in an email that as of January 13th, that permit is invalid and they are not presently authorized to remove the nest. An agency spokesperson elaborated that the bald eagle pair is currently visiting and refurbishing the nest, and the breeding season has begun. 
As such, the nest meets the definition of an in-use and active nest, thus the permit is no longer valid. We documented one of the eagles landing on the tree near the nest on January 9th. On January 11th, after a brief confrontation between activists and a PG&E tree-cutting crew, Michael Hunter, the chairman of the nearby Coyote Valley Band of Pomo Indians, wrote to the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, requesting government-to-government consultation with the agency. We understand that the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service has already issued the permit prior to initiating consultation and that there was a brief opportunity for public comment under the National Environmental Policy Act, he wrote. However, the Coyote Valley Band of Pomo Indians is a sovereign nation with a government-to-government relationship with the United States, and that relationship requires more substantial consultation than is awarded to the public under the National Environmental Policy Act. Congressman Jared Huffman agreed, saying he finds it unacceptable if the agency granted the permit without tribal consultation, and that he shares the concern that a federal agency would not know better. He blasted the agency, revealing that he has had deep concerns about Fish and Wildlife's ability to fulfill its mission with integrity for a number of years. If this was a permit U.S. Fish and Wildlife had to grant, if the law, facts, and science compelled them, he insisted, they should have included tribal consultation, but they dropped the ball. He said he wrote a letter to U.S. Fish and Wildlife on January 16th, expressing his concerns. Peter Galvin, with the Center for Biological Diversity, is hoping for a long-term solution. The bald eagle breeding season ends in August, at which time PG&E could apply for another permit to take down the tree, arguing that it's threatening the line again. Currently, PG&E is providing generators and diesel fuel to residents on the property, leading to damage on the steep, unpaved driveway. Galvin said he's working hard to convince PG&E to underground the few hundred feet of line from the road to the homes on the property and has offered his organization's help in fundraising to pay for the effort. Huffman said he would try to help, too, though he can't guarantee that there's a federal funding source for the project. But he said that PG&E ought to be able to solve this. It's not an overwhelmingly complex challenge. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news, with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.